All right, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our guest moderator tonight, Peter Dinglage. Hello. So, Ben and Melissa did not show up. So we're just going to talk about Game of Thrones. I'm joking. Um, I, I did a, a movie called The Boss uh, last year around this time in Atlanta, and I had one of the greatest experiences of my entire life working with the people that will be up on this stage momentarily. Um, you should definitely see this movie. It is quite hilarious. Uh, and we're going to show the preview now. Okay. My name is Michelle Darnell, and I am the wealthiest woman in America. How wealthy am I? I wanted to come down on a golden phoenix, and I sure as shit did it. I run your operation. While being a single mom, I deserve a pay raise. You have a child? Yeah. Was that through intercourse? Yes. I usually get kind of an asexual vibe. I never pictured it with genitals myself. You're under arrest for insider trading. Michelle, don't struggle. Son of a bitch. You're bankrupt. All your accounts have been frozen. Claire, get me a new lawyer. You don't have any money, you stupid ginger. Mom, if she doesn't have anywhere to go, she should stay here. Ha, look at that. A bed and a sofa. Careful, it's a bit temperamental. It's not so bad. Oh, oh I think I've shattered my palace. Michelle, you need to get off the couch. Take Rachel to her dandelions meeting. Our troop came in with the $189,000. Holy shit. I object to parolees attending our meetings. If you don't get off my back, I'm gonna shove a box of chocolate clusters up that tight ass of yours. What is all this? This is my way back. We are gonna start a brownie empire and teach these girls real business skills. We want some good recruits. Get in there, go for the aggressive girls. I feel kind of sweaty and scared. It's just the coffee kicking in. Oh, you know what? Oh, I may have switched them. I put a little splash of bourbon in mine. My name is Michelle Darnell, and this is my partner. And I don't mean partner, like girl on girl stuff. What's girl on girl stuff? Something you're gonna dabble with in college, but not stick with, not, you know? Don't tell her. Unless you're Hannah. I think it's gonna fit you like a glove. Don't call it a comeback! Okay, Crystal, what do we say if somebody doesn't wanna buy? Buy my brownies, or I'll kill you. Don't say that, Crystal. This is where dandelions sell. Bitch. <laughs> Ooh, that batch is burnt. That sweater just says, I give up. You're making me feel very insecure right before my date. Don't. If you could hear these sad basset hounds, they'd be saying, Claire, put us above That's your not what waist. my boots sound like. Please don't zip me up in your jeans. Let me see this. Claire, it's like Geppetto. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Melissa McCarthy and Ben Falcone. Well, thanks. Okay. Hi there. Thanks for coming. It's been great. 
Um, so uh, the concept, the character of this movie, where did it come from? When did it come from? And how did it come from? <laughs> oh, your grammar Already, is perfect. Already I'm intrigued by the questions. Um, I did Michelle Darnell at the Groundlings Theater, so a little improv theater in, in Los Angeles, about 15, 16 years ago. And um, it just was a character that kind of stuck with me, and I kind of couldn't get over her, and I weirdly kept thinking about her, and I weird, like five years later, I was still talking about her, and seven years later, I was like, I think she's an orphan. And Ben was like, who am I, Michelle? I, I would like Michelle be freaking was, out, like, what are you, someone's like, an orphan, what do you mean? We didn't know what happened, I was like, no, Michelle Darnell, he's like, so it's a fictitious person that you're getting upset about that you did 10 years ago, I'm like, so I think to keep me from losing my mind, we thought we have to find like a full story. I think I just wasn't finished with her. I really kind of loved her, and I wanted to give her like a full story. And Steve Mallory, who you remember, um, he played... No, he doesn't. Atlanta was a blur for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have pictures. Don't worry. He came to <laughs> Melissa about seven years ago, yeah. and then Melissa and Steve did the outline for the movie, and then when the time was right, they we were like, what do you want to do next? And it was this basically I stole their outline and put my name on it yeah that's how it works yeah we do a lot of work and Ben goes I'll put my name on that what was it like working with Peter Dinklage <laughs> I heard he's difficult um difficult doesn't begin to describe it okay Con let's constantly uh, referencing <laughs> Um, do you guys want to talk about your writing process in terms of the, the films you have made together? How you start it, how you uh, continue it, how long it takes for all the aspiring screenwriters out there? We're a little fanatical about we keep rewriting and rewriting and when we finish a version that we love, we kind of immediately go back to page one and just kind of keep trying to tighten it and tighten it and tighten it. And we do it all through the writing pro or the filming process. As you know. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, even at the end of each day, we rewrite the next day's work just to make sure like, because we had such fantastic actors playing parts. And it's like, I, I think it's crazy to think that every day you shoot, your script doesn't get morphed and, uh, into something even better because you have people actually bring it in, bringing it to life. So we're just kind of constantly changing, and then we'll get that down once, and then we immediately throw it away and start improvising things. So it's a, it's a strange thing of... We work really hard on something that we use once. Yeah. Yeah, you guys work really hard on these scripts, and then sometimes, not all actors, improvisation is a gift, and these two are just the head of the class of, 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 uh, on it. Um, but not every actor is good at improv, and sometimes... What I find, as somebody who is not so great at it, is you guys untrue, give untrue. so much, thank you, you guys give so much encouragement and freedom to all the actors to improv, and you're so kind to all of us when it's not really working. Um, how do you, how do you uh, I guess that was more on you, Ben, you reined, you were able to rein us in a bit more. Well, you have to you do... give us freedom, but you also maybe, or maybe it's in the editing, I don't, I don't know. Well, how, you, how does that you, work? you have to do, when you're improvising, you have to do the ones that don't work to get to the ones that do work. 
That's how I've always kind of thought of it. And then as long as you're somewhere close to the story, like, we didn't have anything that was like, oh, boy, I can't wait for this to be over. It was more like it was just it wasn't part of the story or something because it was all pretty funny. And then, yeah, then when you're when you're editing, you see how far afield you can go in one place, and then you see how much you have to kind of shrink it down to get to, like, the next, to keep the momentum going. It's the freedom in the form. You guys definitely have this form, but... There's such freedom in it, and that's, I feel like that's where the good stuff comes out of. As long as you have the template to follow, which every, all the great comedies always do. Um, but it's such a new world of all these, a uh, lot of comedies now, it's all, uh, so much of it is improv and, uh, and sort of as being somebody who's new to it, it was, it's great, but it's also pretty scary. Um, as a, in a good way. In a good Challenging way. Challenging way, yeah. Is that's, the that's, most, I'm is pleasantly that the scary. Is it the most scary. improv you've done? Because it didn't seem like it was new to you. Don't improv on Game of well, Thrones. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's the deal with that dragon? That's, what's his... Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Melissa, I guess, do you want to talk about uh, physical comedy and uh, how you enjoy that? And how little you let your stunt double do? Well, what was her name? it's the only time Lucy, we ever argued. Lucy, who's like the most amazing bionic yeah. person on the planet. Um, yeah, I have, I, I do have a, a love of, I don't know. I think the the physicality in a character is is I've never been able to separate them, and um, I don't know why I feel the need to, like if somebody's going to get thrown down the stairs instead of going, Ooh, that's a terrible idea. I'm like, I can do that. I can do that. I'd love to try it. And Ben's like, no, you know, that's an awful idea. And I'm like, we already have a stunt woman uh, who named Lucy, who's the best, and she's an incredible professional. Who incredible. I'm already very worried about. <laughs> and then like, I'm Melissa's like, I think I'll just do it. And I'm like, well, what's your plan to like protect your head? I don't know. Like, I'll go down the stairs. Like, it'll nope. probably be fine. I mean, I have a, I'm, I guess it means I'm an idiot. Is the the real bottom line to that? But. I want when the audience is there to be like, oh my God, there's no cut. There's no cut in that. Like, it's part of the movie magic. Like, I'd rather limp off stage and actually do it. Which, again, I think it circles back to I'm not very bright. I think that's what we've learned But there's tonight. so much stuff in movies uh, with the stunts that they, it's the insurance. They don't want you to do them, even though you could do them. You could yeah. trip and fall, and that's, but they won't allow you to do the simplest things sometimes in movies. So that's... I guess also what we're yeah. speaking to, yeah. Certain, yeah, certain times you just get a no. Right. right. Like, I can do the top and bottom of a fall, but not the middle, and I'm always like, I gotta get to the bottom somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Loop it through. Uh, should we show another clip? Ha! Ah, a bed inside a sofa. That's neat. Well, it's old, but it's comfortable, so. Thank you, Claire. Good night, Michelle. Well, this is so bad. Oh, God! Oh, God! <laughs> Melissa wanted to do that. Very seriously, she did. I thought I can hit a wall. I've hit a wall in my life. But uh, but but uh, not to give away the movie magic, but she did not. Yeah, I went up a certain distance, which was not very high, and then the fantastic Lucy came in and really does just say like, when you say like, how how are we gonna do this? She says, I'm gonna hit the wall. 
and then I'm going to slide down it. And it's like, what's the secret? The secret is I'm going to hit the wall, and I'm going to slide down it. And that's why she's. That's why I, I truly think she's bionic. That's what I've learned. About the secret of stunts sort of is. <laughs> Which I always thought that, oh, well, what are we going to do? And it's like, no, I'm going to go hit that wall really hard. And I'm like, well, how are you going to be safe? And that, well, I've got some padding and the wall's not hard. And <sighs> seems dicey to me. I, so I, I worry about the stunt people a lot. Um, do you get pressure, not pressure, maybe that's the wrong word, from the studio or something, with a character like Michelle Darnell, um, who there's an easy... Uh, easy way to look at her is that she's not very likable who she is as a character. How did you approach that or does it just you just hope for the best? Because I was really concerned about it because more so than the studio I think the studio thought you know she can just go do anything you know and be mean to people and everything and I was like well you know you have to kind of care about her so that you're rooting for her to get better you know what I mean? With, and, without making her somehow suddenly like charming, like right. I never worried about that. I was like, she can't alter from being. No, there's the always in the Hollywood movies. There's always the soft spot spot of the movie. Yeah, yeah, but sort of. Well, you know that movie, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Mm -hmm. John Candy is so sort of annoying, but he's so endearing, and I just think that is one of those examples of like something that I try to like touch to that like he just does certain things that make you it, even. It could be a look. It doesn't need to be like I'm gonna be nice now. It's just like. You just if you massage it right, you're gonna care for that guy the whole way through. So that that's how we try to kind of treat it. So, um, do you guys want to talk about uh, the the your co-stars that are on the poster? Um, there's the, I mean those dogs. That, uh, oh, you mean uh, are there any Ricky, children in Ricky the audience? Ba is there anyone that I can't say um, something? Ricky Bobby. There's a baby, and but Fury. babies are cool with everything. That's all right. We had two Doberman Pinsers, those dogs on the poster. That are, by the way, they're they're Renault Pete's character's dogs in the movie, which Pete from there are weird clips that don't show Pete. Like we're we really like to invite Pete to moderate a session and then not show clips with him in it. I've been cut from that's, the film. That's the dogs our movie. Are in it. Tonight, this is how we decided to tell him. Um, they were so brother and sister. Their dogs. brother, no, I think, father and daughter. Oh, that makes step, it even better. Even better. And there are scenes, there were scenes in the movie where we're constantly being attacked by Pete's character's dogs. So we're chasing and supposed to be running and they're attacking glass and Kristen Bell and I and Tyler Labine are all inside this like conference room and the dogs are just supposed to be lunging and scratching at the glass. What was actually happening was they were having sex. Every single time. We could not get the dogs off of each other. So there's just hours of footage of us going, <gasps> And it was literally just two dogs fully fornicating on the floor in front of us. And we had to keep pretending. I just needed them to go down some stairs. That's all the dogs had to do. And they did not want to go down the stairs. They stopped on the stairs. So in order to end this romance. Oh, no. oh boy. Oh, boy. No, no go ahead. Go ahead. Because <laughs> too much? No, no, no. I, I think oh. it's wonderful. Well, they're... Uh, <laughs> Shall we say one one of the dogs had a handler? Literally, it was literally a handler. Literally. And this handler handled help the dog uh, with his pent up uh, behavior. That's Hollywood, guys. That's Hollywood. That's like we're uh, on a weird dog farm. 
And the I dog, didn't think the it dog was, was true. Milked. Yes, what? milked. Yeah. They called it milking. And then they it was were so upset. It was so upsetting. We were like, we need a minute. And then the dog came back out. He's fine. I I was I felt a lot of shame. I don't know why I was not part of it, but I still felt very uh, unsettled. Not I'm not sure it's legal, but uh, it didn't happen for real. No, probably shouldn't have talked about. It. Sure. Hypothetically, that hypothetically <laughs> that might have happened. They went into the back room. Something happened. That dogs the, weren't real. The dogs weren't real. Why did I bring up that story? <laughs> you didn't talk about that on. The talk shows this morning. No, I'm saving it for Ellen. <laughs> um, should we do the questions from the audience? I'm so good at this. I'm like Charlie Rose. Or I something. love it. I'm really sweaty. Hi, Ben and Melissa. Now, if you got your movie is about a woman going to jail. So, if you guys. Um, we're going to be a famous crime duo. What would your crime be? And it, you, I, I won't judge you if it's really bad. So go, go as creative and as awful as you want. <laughs> what would exactly. our crime be? I like the thought of a kind of Bonnie and Clyde spree, just because it but sounds. But could we be in like a like one of the those berets, little, like a little the... yeah? But we could be like in a in a like a crop dusting plane. Like we steal a Ooh. very small plane, and then we go rob. We places, steal crops. Maybe and we, that's maybe where we, we get. steal people's crops. We steal people's crops, and you can't catch us because we're in a plane. <laughs> we're in a crop dusting. And we got, I, I'm seeing me with like a long white scarf. You've been dusted. Oh, Ooh, we've, got, got, we've dusted. got a catchphrase. Oh, yeah. This you've is been great. You've been, you just should, got dusted. We should do this. But is it set in modern times, but you're still in a crop duster? But it's set now, so it they can catch you very it's easily. It's undetermined. You'll, you'll be the farmer. Just a lot of aerial shots of you like, get off my land. And just us being like, <laughs> followed by like eight helicopters. We're totally going to get caught. But it'd be, we'll have fun while it lasts. I'm gonna I'm gonna work up an outline for that and pitch you. I'm gonna pitch that story to you in about a month. <laughs> uh, questions from the audience. I love all your movies. It was oh, hard thanks. to do all this kind of draw and back up and <laughs> stuff. No, I mean, uh, yeah, but it's kind of the fun. The cha that's kind of the fun of it. I like the challenge of seeing how much of that stuff. I can do, and, and we're lucky enough to work with people that you know will really break it up into little pieces for me and, and kind of help you learn it. But I, I love all I love all the action stuff. I think it really pairs well with comedy as long as the you know it suits the character. I love to do it. I mean, I love to try to push myself to do stuff that I probably shouldn't. <laughs> comedy now is you know it's it's hard to take risks. Like, do you see challenges for comedy? right now in this day and age? Part of comedy is kind of like it's it's like dangerous or something, you know? So I think to start watering it down because like there's difficult situations in the world is just, to, I think it's the wrong answer. I think you should just do things as well as you can and, you know, d do the best job you can of like making sure that people are laughing uh, and then you should be okay, you know? That, that would be my answer. I mean, I, I think sometimes when, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of things to worry about and be scared about and all these other things and I think sometimes you have to punch holes in that stuff if things get too too important they get scarier and and sometimes I just think god I hope people can go in and forget all their troubles for an hour and a half 
and sometimes I think you have to do that. You have to you have to kind of do the inappropriate or or, or, or actually shine the light on something and maybe just put a little. Uh, I don't know. Or have Melissa and Pete have a sword fight in I the mean, movie, that's, which is what I did. That's because it's yeah. fun. If in doubt, fight, when in doubt, fight, fight with swords. Dinklage. I'm a writer, so I'm c- kind of curious. What type of scripts do you get coming your way that you're tired of? It's it's amazing how some something with a really simple but interesting structure, strong characters, whether it's co- comedy or drama. Uh, can just it grabs you, and if it grabs your attention, I think it's it's lovely. So I, I would you know, there's a million ways to go wrong with a script. I've done it so many times, and I continue to do so. Um, but that to me seems the best way to go right, right? Something like that. I mean, I, I gotta write real people. You can make them eccentric, you can make them extreme, but you they have to be real. They have to they have to know why they're doing something. Is that what you look for, Pete? Like a, in a character, like just something? Yeah. Um, I mean, originality. I know that's a very. Uh, yeah, but without it being aware that it's a, being original, uh, a lot of scripts are trying to be very original, and they're so self-aware. I think we're living nowadays in a in a meta society, and we can't help ourselves in that. And I think a lot of it manifests a lot in, in scripts that I read. Um, <clears throat> like they're Charlie Kaufman, for example, he came into this world and he wrote those movies. And since Charlie, people have tried to be like Charlie's movies. You know, they've sort of followed, tried to follow that form, but it's not their own, it's Charlie's. And uh, so sort of follow your own, take your own path, write what's true to you and no one else, and then it'll be wholly original. Um, that's what I look for. Yeah, how dark do you think that you are you willing to go going forward? You know, I'm a character actor, so I, gra- I grab for that. So to me, there is no, there's no difference in what I do when I'm doing a comedy or a drama. And I'm, I'm equally attracted to either, just a story dependent. I've done more comedies lately, but, you know, if you strung out the whole, um, the whole nine million years of my life, I've probably done more dramatic stuff. It, just 14 people on, like, Avenue A saw it. <laughs> Hi, so I'm a huge fan of all three of you, and uh, Melissa, you said that you were, um, you created the character like a while back, and you and Ben worked on it for the movie, uh, were there any like disagreements you had in modifying the character and changing the character at all? We still haven't gotten over it. Oh. We're, it's, we're still fighting. You're no. opening a real oh, fresh boy. wound. No, no, it's, uh, no, she, she created the character, so I, my whole goal, you know, was to try to help her take something. I mean, for me to say, Michelle Darnell talks like this or walks like that, I, I never even considered it. It's, it's an ebb and flow. It's like, a, it, luckily, I mean, I, I think when you kind of see the same goal or have the same vision, I think it's really easy. And I think anyone who doesn't take people's advice of like, hey, maybe try this or is this too much? It has to be a collaboration. Like, why, if you're in a scene, and if Melissa and Pete are doing a scene, why on earth would I not listen to, like, if they're not, if they're not feeling good about it in some way, like, I can, the one thing I probably can do is pick up that someone doesn't feel great about it, and then start to ask why, and how can we fix it, because in a comedy, particularly, everybody better be having kind of a fun time, and feeling committed, or else it's really tricky to be funny. Unless there's two dogs doing unspeakable things. In front of Peter Dinklage when you've just asked him to come to Atlanta. That's a, that's a tougher one to get over. 
<laughs> it's not always the case, but working with these two, it is. It's, it's really, it was the case, and it was incredible. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. That's it. Thank Thanks you, Pete. So much. Appreciate right. it. Thank you. Thank you guys for coming. <laughs>